<laughs> Listeners, would you rather be called fags, sewer rats, or fathoms? <laughs> <laughs> Let us know in the comments. And welcome to yet another episode of Three Speech Podcast coming to you from the fag zone live and direct. I'm the mad lad of jihad, joined to my right by none other, all the way from his kung fu training sessions in Thailand. It's Mr. Ollie Horn. Kafum Kwap. Wow, it's balloons. And then joining us today once again, it's Mr. Jesse Peanuts. Obviously. Hello. There you go. Um, what's up, guys? How's it going? Oh, I'm not good. I've launched as a hack guy. Yeah. Ollie's Ollie's not hack. Hat. Ollie is now, if oh. you're listening to this, Ollie's wearing a cap. So two of the three mm. are wearing caps today. Ollie's wearing it to disguise his impending boldness. Or well, why have you launched as a hot no. hat guy? Why? Well, I needed Just. to wear a hat because it's so hot. But I've, every time I've ever worn a hat before, I've looked like someone that's just been let out for the day. And I think I've, I, need to, I need to get used to wearing a hat before I can start yeah. uh, doing a, a hard launch back in the UK. I like it. I think I look good. Actually, I'm surprised you don't wear rugby shirts. <laughs> mm, that would suit me. What about your? I used to wear rugby shirts. What about your short beard? What this is like? This is like Ollie's turned into a baddie. He's going to Thailand. Can I, can I, can I be serious? Can I be serious? Ollie, you look a bit better, mate. Is it? The, are you? Eat, you look better. Then he looks healthier. Do you yeah, think? I, yeah. No. I've I've spent like well. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we can get into it in the in the in the podcast, but. I've basically well, this is the podcast. Myself. Oh right, yeah. when that. Oh, I thought it was just some mates yeah. having a catch up. No, 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 um, no. You ain't my mate. But well, basically, I've I've spent I've spent the last three weeks just trying to be good to myself. So I've slept well, and I did get a a savage illness in in either Singapore or Thailand, some streptococcus or something. So which wait a minute, where are you? Now? Yeah. Hold, hold on, hold on. Where, where are you now? Let everyone know because no one knows. Oh. I'm in Ao Nang, which is uh, near, which is Krabi in Thailand, and it's absolutely gorgeous here. It's really nice, old like limestone cliffs and stuff. And I I flew out two weeks ago. I spent four days in Singapore where I did a gig, and that was all right. And then I got really sick. Like I remember just the, f- the day I arrived here, I just felt awful. Ended up going to a clinic. The hospital got really worried about me. They were like, I think they thought I brought an infectious disease in. Then I went to a normal doctor and he was like, yeah, I think you've just got some bacterial infection. I think it's strepto or something or other. It was awful. Like my throat had like these like white kind of stones of, I don't even know what it was. It was nasty. So he put me on antibiotics and my, uh, my friend who's a doctor said that the antibiotics I got given, we stopped using in the UK in the eighties. Um, he said they've gone nuclear. Uh, and, uh, so I spent, oh, look at that. Um, so I spent, I spent five days feeling rubbish. Uh, and then on the sixth day, I went to, um, I started my Muay Thai training. Um, and Your then Kung I was so Fu glad training. to do my Muay Thai training. Kung Fu. That's right. And then get this. Uh, I then went and I tried Kratom for the first time, which is a kind of tea. Oh, Kratom. And I spoke. Oh, okay. Kratom, yeah. And then no, I spoke. And then I smoked. Sm- yeah, yeah well, it is. is and I had no so idea of its effects. Oh, you can do it in, got, tea, got, in tea form. Well, I passed out. So, like, legit passed out. They called an ambulance and stuff. It was awful. <laughs> Apparently, it was really oh, Come on, don't bury the lead. This is the good bit. So what's it meant uh, to do, and what did it do other than make you pass out? 
Right. So what it, what it's meant to do is it's meant to be like, imagine if caffeine's a three and cocaine's a 10. Sorry, imagine if caffeine's a one and cocaine's a 10. This is supposed to be like a three or four. It's but a what it did thing, was, it? It, yeah, and it, it it really is a focused thing because the, the, the friend that I was speaking to after I drank it, I didn't realize the effects at all. Also, it didn't help that that morning at eight o'clock in the morning, I'd done two hours of boxing training, which I'm not good at. And then I'd not eaten as well. So it was a bit of a, um, a bit of a, and I'd just come off these antibiotics, which apparently are not even legal in the UK. So it was all a bit of a mess. But so, so I drank this, I didn't realize how bad it was. And um, the person I've spoken to came in focus. You know, when you've got a nice camera and the, the subject is in focus and the background goes blurry, right? Mm. That's what's field. happening in real time. And then apparently someone just asked me a question and me just Maybe you've fallen in love with him. Question. <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, whatever it was. Well, I did kind of fall in love with him a bit because he did um, Bummy. He, he did help me out a lot because he said, go inside and sit on the sofa. And as I was walking, so I passed out, hit my head on the on the ground, was a right old mess. What, in how I then long? came back. Like how so long? apparently the first time I passed out, first time was just a couple of seconds. So you, and no, I, was, but I mean, no, how long did it take from drinking it till you passed out? Oh, le less than 45 minutes. Because I also smoked a bit of like a couple of drags of someone's Crap. joint. But, <laughs> but it's, no, it, it, was, it was just weed, but it was really strong stuff, obviously. Yeah, and no, then... You chucked the white, I, um, don't put, you chucked the white in your pussy, just admit it. <laughs> I did, I really didn't. Then I walked in, I was like, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then, um, uh, then I basically like properly apparently i was unconscious for over 10 seconds wasn't responding to anything it was really bad so um but then after that after that i've had generally good health so I've, what do wait, so what did, so what does so hold on so what does kratom do and what and what it's like it's like a natural advance i've heard it's a bit of a focus thing it's meant to make you more motivated, able to perform tasks. And it's, I know in America, like people are like, they, I think I've never heard of it in a tea, but I know you can get crazy. Yeah, well, uh, oh, sorry, it, I seems it's Thailand, it seems like in Thailand, they only really have it as a, as a form of a tea. Um, but yeah, it was, um, I would have it again, but I think I'd have a smaller dose and I think I'd make sure I've eaten before. Uh, but it, it did seem like the kind of thing where you could get shit done. After having yeah, it. Yeah, Alvance basically, um, Darius. I think that's what Adderall maybe is a bit of, yeah. Yeah, but the, the locals, the way they seem to brew it is like it becomes this really kind of muddy drink. Um, but but I had like a one which was obviously like designed for Westerners. What, what like did it taste like? Did it taste nice? It just tastes like Sprite. They, they mm. mixed, yeah, it tasted lovely. It tasted like apple. And then, um, but well, Sprite anyway, so apple No, I think that, well, that's a good point. Well, like lemon then, you know, it just tastes taste like lemon and lime. Yeah. Um, but they, um, it was really. But you look amazing, like, babe. Was... <laughs> Thank you. But what I'm, do you think, I'm, I'm, what so do you I'm, think I'm of Ollie's new, new stubbly look? His manly I, look. All of it. I'm loving it, mate. I'm getting. Oh, I nice. like you. Yeah. If I if I was swiping, you're going right. Yeah, I'm. Tra I'm training uh, every day, and, I'm, and it's like I'm not... skin looks good. I've had a bit of a glow up, but that's also because I've been following. Uh, a moisturizing routine that my friend recommended. My friend got so offended at the quality of my skin that he marched me into a super drug and just bought me some moisturizer. So I kind of owe it to him to um, to get that done. But listen, no, but this, this might be you've the got start that, of You've the... got that glow what comes from within. There's only so much moisturizer. This, Justin's this, mocking this might you. Be the glow <laughs> no, I'm not, no, no, he looks good. No, I don't know how you look Justin's yellow. He's literally on one side. He's yellow, so he can't I'm... mock anyone. He looks like the fucking death warmed how up. How am I mocking? One, one... How am I mocking him? You know exactly how you're mocking him. <laughs> he looks good. Do you not think he looks better than he did last time you saw him? He looks. Yeah, he looks, he, 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 looks he looks more American. 
Well, well, whatever it is, I also think just waking up in the morning and having something to do like this, this um, boxing ring is like literally opposite where I'm staying. Um, this might this might undermine everything we're just saying, but I have ordered my dinner um, and it is arriving imminently. So I'm going to oh, go and grab that. And what is your oh, dinner? You treat yourself. How, how, how deadly is your a pizza? Um, how deadly yeah. are you at training? Now that you've been training, how deadly are you? Mm. I now can I now know how to throw a punch. I can actually throw a punch. But the thing about Muay Thai is it's so much technique. It's not it's nothing to do with how fit you are. Obviously, All being fit would help. Yeah, but so it's interesting. You get really fit guys that have turned up to train and they're kind of hopeless. And then you get people that have like have done martial arts before and they're really good at it. I am obviously completely unfit, and they know both that, unfit and untrained. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I am quite and quite unconscious learning things. <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. Uh, so like a couple of the moves that like, I am like I'm like learning you know I can't do them quickly but I can do them go on show us a and, move uh, hey can I just say me and Darius me and Darius me and Darius are all ears for your we want you to thank us because since we have shown you a little bit of tough love you've had a glow up oh, you've lost off. weight you're piece. learning how to fight you're becoming a man this is what bullying can do people He's, he's, he's gone to yeah, get right. his pizza. This is, this is like the end bit of like, uh, what's one of them sort of like makeover shows where people come in, it's like Gok Wan or something. This and is then, the new Ollie. And then it's why, all down and, to us, Darius. That's, well, more you. So now, but then why are you so yellow today then, Justin? Tell us about you. You've been in Portugal last week. I've been in Portugal Monday to Thursday. The, and the vino did flow. And um, I've got no control when it comes to alcohol. I can't remember coming home. I can't remember getting through. I said to the other acts, I was like, man, in Portugal, they don't even have security. And they were like, we went through security. <laughs> I said, yeah, but I don't to make you take your belt off enough. And they went, you took your belt off. You could barely manage it. Can't even, I've, I've blacked out. I've lost like 20 hours. <laughs> How bloody hell. And then what were the gigs like in Portugal? There's three gigs. They're all just in. Where'd you get back first... last night? I got back yesterday morning and then did the worst gig of my life at Christmas party. Oh, come on. Tell me the worst gig of your life. We'll go back. Well, to I start on Portugal. Yeah, so Portugal. First one was in a tapas bar. In a, it's in the Algarve, which is like expats, right? Posh, in at the Algarve. Mm. A bit like the Riviera of Portugal, I guess. It's on. There's lots of marinas. Because Portugal's long, thin. It's like all coast, more or less, it feels like. Um, so we went. It just fucking rained in that. And um, the first one, they were like posh. But almost like I was in the House of Lords posh. Like them old, not people that have made money and moved over there, people that have had money for like generations and they were like oh, wow. different. Yeah, do you, know, do you know what I mean? They're different. Yeah. They do. I can see why people... They don't holiday yeah, because... in Dubai. No, no, they wouldn't go to Dubai as tacky. But they um, they were them sort of people that... Like, you can see like when you go, oh, the lizards, they did seem like lizards or something. They're just a bit different. Oh, if you're talking and, about uh, lizards, um, what's her face? Rita Ora... They give you a bow on your pizza. Is that a Christmas pizza? That <laughs> pizza's got a bow Go on it. Go put it under your tree, yeah. Yeah. When are you back, Ollie? Are you out there for Christmas or are you coming back for Christmas? I'm out, I'm out here for Christmas and New Year, and then I'm going to go to the Australian festival. That's a man that hates his family. Well, uh, they, well, it's not that I hate them. It's just I don't want to spend Christmas with them. They hate you. <laughs> More like it. I'm going to have a nice Christmas. I'm going to spend it with Libby. That's the decision. He's going to try and have sexual intercourse Who's with Libby. Libby. I'm gonna try. This is new information. Look at this guy. He's got a bird load up. He's a boxer uh, now. How 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 I've good are you at boxing? Triple threat. So I'm not good at boxing. What is funny is all my trainers are literally half my size. And if you were to just take a little snapshot of me versus them, 
and a lot of them are they're a bit tubby Master as well. Not, not all of them are really lean. But I um, you know, today I had a bit of a breakthrough. Today I had a one-on-one session, and every time he told me a move, I remembered it and I could do it. Including this is a fun one. You take a step forward with your left leg. So you mm-hmm. so you step with your left leg in front of your right leg. And then you do your elbow like that, and you turn around like 360 degrees, oh, and then like elbow. elbow their face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, like that I was spinning elbow. I didn't know that was a I thing. I like the way you explained like... walking. You step your left leg in front of your right. <laughs> leg. How else can you step? Uh, how fucking tech? How basic do they have to teach you to move, big boy? Oh, they. Oh, a lot of it was the absolute. A lot of it was the absolute basics. But it feels feels amazing to do it, and um, it really doesn't matter that I'm like totally out of shape and unfit because if you get like you can feel it when you, when your body is in the right position and when you're focused and you throw a punch properly you can feel that it impacts correctly yeah, what i can't yeah. do though is the high kick the worst thing to tire you out is i don't know why have you ever like when you throw punches and miss i don't know why i don't oh, understand also- yeah not obviously but like when you hit someone it doesn't make you tired but if you miss him it's like yeah, fuck. You, you know why because you're punching through. So when yeah. you punch you someone, you expect, yeah, you're expected to stop. Talking Am it... I still on? Yeah, Am why? On? Some big warning thing just flashed up on my screen. Maybe it's because I missed I think it's going to do with Ollie's fucking hard drive in Thailand. Uh, you know, before... before oh, we, man. Before Ollie... men like that, though. Jesus. Yeah. Well, now you That's can why you're your... trying to look younger. That's why you're trying to get yourself a sugar daddy. Now you can use your kung yeah. fu skills to defend yourself. Um, let's have a look at this pizza. Quick, wait, wait. Let's see this pizza. Food watch. It's, it's actually really good. It's like legit. What's on? Nice. You're eating two slices at once. That does look good. No. What what pizza's on this it? Is, What's on jam. it? This is jam. Um, uh, meat. Actually, it's very rare to get pork here. So many of the places around here are Muslim. To be honest, I feel a bit ripped off. This is quite small. Maybe it was individual. How much, how much did that cost? Oh, that's a perspective thing. Well, oh man, this is th- delivered. This was an expensive option on f- on Food Panda, but delivered this cost seven pounds. But then I gave a three pound tip to the delivery driver. Why did you give me three pound just... tip for? Well, because There's it's nothing just, to I mean, him. I... He could probably buy a house with that. Well, this is the thing, right? Ollie or my lunch, my l- I can't buy my lunch yesterday. I got chicken, chicken, duck, and rice delivered. Was one pound ten. It, I just I, like even the, like if we and they came with like three sauces in the UK the sauces would be a quid. Wait, whoa, whoa! The, the chicken and the duck in the same dish—that just sounds weird for some reason. Was it? Or do you mean no, the chicken it's, and duck? It's, no, no, it's like a chicken and duck um, combo. Does like that sounds weird. Just for no reason. Chicken. I think that sounds weird. To I duck think, in. Well, two different. Don't you think two different types of bird is weird? Mm, I don't eat. I don't I eat so. duck because it's fishy chicken. Listen, before Ollie went off to get his pizza, you were talking about doing oh, yeah. a gig in Portugal, and you're talking about the lizard people. But talking mm. about that remind me of. Oh yeah, this. yeah. Sorry. Hold yeah, on, yeah. hold. Let me just show you something. Can you see this? Is that come up on the screen? Not yet. Hold on. Wait a second. Oh, I know. I I know what's happened. So yeah. this is Rita Ora, and I don't know if they're just trying to. Get us ready for the to come out as lizards. But look, she went to like some award. She went to the the fashion awards just recently, and she had like, look at that. She uh, had she had like jewelry down her spine of like a lizard spine, but like where a spine that's, would be. That's what I imagine. Leo looks like with his shirt off. <laughs> <Is> that's <Scotia? laughs> 
Where's Ollie? Gone? I know what you mean, though. Do you know what? I don't know. He's got. I'm here, but you. Oh. But I, I can see. Oh, the I think we can only have Rita or or Ollie on the podcast at any one time. It's just too much hotness for people. <laughs> I, I I think that's what they did. Seriously, I think they did start drip feeding out the UFOs being real thing, didn't they? And then in lockdown, they went, "Oh yeah, UFOs are real. We've known forever." Yeah, I reckon they're gonna come out and say, "Oh yeah, the lizards are real." In about five years time. I heard that on Reddit. Uh, they're starting to now proper censor any conspiracy talk and they're blocking accounts if you comment on conspiracy threads. Not even like Sandy Hook or mental ones, but they're all, you know, but just even anything. They're like, they, I think what they're doing is they're throwing us a bone of the, yeah, you've got the UFOs, talk about them, but you can't talk about Big Pharma. It's just so clear that they're censoring. You know, when that misinformation banner comes up, it's only yeah. certain things. Fuck wasn't it? Wasn't it revealed that like a lot of the. Reddit moderators and admins actually were like government accounts and stuff. CIA. Well, what the biggest one ever was was Ghislaine Maxwell. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was yeah. she was the biggest Reddit moderator over a billion. But didn't subs. we look that up and that was bollocks? But it's still I want to believe yeah. it. But didn't does, we look it up on the yeah. pod? Well, probably. Yeah. But does that's that's this, irrelevant you know, to our story. Do you know this is what I've invented? Saying I've invented a, a phenomenon called the Ferdinand effect. Have I told you this? No. What's that? You know the Mandela effect is where everyone has a sort of like mutual incorrect memory. Like everyone goes, oh, the Pringle guy's got a monocle. And then when you look, he hasn't. But everyone just thinks he has. And then you've got the Streisand effect, which is where you try to cover something up and inadvertently sort of like elevate it. So Barbara Streisand house was on one of those maps of the stars thing. A load of people started going to Hollywood looking at her house and she hated it. So she tried to ban it and get taken off it. In doing so, it was like incredibly more publicised and more people came to attention. look at her house. Yeah, drew attention to it. A bit like super injunctions do, innit? So Ryan Giggs, when that was the first one, he shagged his sister-in-law and he tried to cover up so much the story. Everyone guessed who it was. It thought, was like, I thought, you went, I thought you were about to say he started a new genre of porn. <laughs> because? He shagged his sister but isn't That's that why super know. injunctions were a thing? That in, injunctions were, there's something that you can't talk about, but that kind yeah. of meta- Everyone talks about it more. It becomes a guessing game, doesn't it? Shut up. No, the, right. the, the super injunction is, you cannot even talk about there being an injunction. Because mm. before there was like, there's an injunction. Yeah, another liar. The lawman's here. The lawman's here. Has all that metadata as well about like, there are these parties, they had a dispute. Even that you're not allowed to talk about. But you can talk about it in America, whatever. Do you know what? Do you know what sort of law Ollie specialises yeah. in, Darius? Hygiene. Coleslaw. I don't get it. <laughs> I, do, I don't. I don't get it. That, no, that is actually. Funny. It's food. Coleslaw's food. <laughs> food. Oh yeah, coleslaw. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the, I've invented the Ferdinand effect. <laughs> that is actually funny. Yeah. What's that? Don't you say it like that. Don't say what you mean. Like I've just lucked. You one. should do it as a joke Everything on stage. Has... I actually could. Every, I'm, I'm probably good. Every I've only got, one, I've only got joke. one joke about law. Everyone wants me to do jokes about law, and I've written one. Go on, then. Which is... You can I've have got, it, um, but... You, sorry, you can yeah. have it, but you have to do... Coleslaw. you got to do it like that. Do your, <laughs> do your own law joke. My only law joke is um, I've, I've got a degree. I've got a master's degree in intellectual property law, but don't worry. I won't tell you my copyright law jokes. You'll only steal them. <laughs> Yeah, to use my fucking hell, bro. So, um, so I've invented something called the Ferdinand effect. Because as you know, or you might not know this, Ollie, because you're posh, but the BBC Garden was vandalised back in the day. And everyone said it was Les Ferdinand what did it. 
Right, it was like, and it, it was a big deal. I remember they were very somber, and they came on. Oh, there's bad news! Someone Th- smashed this up is, the garden. This is showing your age, Justin. This yes, reference. okay. But even though I know it wasn't Les Ferdinand, the myth is so much more believable than the truth. And I think that's what we what were we just talking about. And that's not about uh, Ghislaine um, Maxwell. Right. Yeah, yeah. Even though it might be debunked, I'm still going with it. That's the Ferdinand effect. The, the Ferdinand. I'm going effect. with. I'm going with the lie. Or, or just that, like. If you think of that thing, that's the name you associate it with. Even if later, because there's not been another stronger association, Ferdinand's still the name that pops in your head when you think of Blue Peter Garden Vanderlei. Yeah, if someone, if someone goes, oh, do you remember when everyone, like that, I don't want to give it up. So I used to say, do you know that was Les Ferdinand? Do you know that was Les Ferdinand? Then when it found, they reckon it wasn't. Now I say, do you remember when everyone thought it was Les Ferdinand? But I've got to just say, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, I can't let go that Les Ferdinand vandalised the BBC Garden. I should imagine him stamping on a tortoise. I reckon he did do it, a fucking Spurs striker. Apparently, oh, apparently he's oh, got a massive dick. Absolutely huge. Oh, not as big as Dion Dublin's. Another huge wanger. Mm. Uh, also, didn't, didn't Ferguson even mention it? Yeah, you know who's got a massive penis? Jared Leto. It's called The Beast. Yeah, that's because he's so thin, isn't it? No, it's it's looks apparent, apparently it's huge. In fact, I'll Google it for the podcast. You look a bit like him, actually. You've, do you? Some pe- people say I look like a retarded Jared Leto. Um, With a small dick? My penis is above average. It's not huge, but you know what? I don't want to. I don't go on about my penis, but I've been told <laughs> that I have quote unquote a perfect penis. It's a nice penis. Yeah, Darius and I have had one, this discussion one before. Of my, yeah. What did we say? That like both Listen, of us have had experience. I, cu- I don't want to talk about my penis, penis, but I will say it's come, perfect. Come to the fag zone, yeah, and you can get a first-hand <laughs> experience. The fag zone. The, the, Darius and I have had the discussion that we both had girls who've given our, our dicks compliments without um, mentioning their size. Oh, no. The worst one was I seen this girl once when I was like 18, 19. Girl she said Essex. to Ollie, it's surprisingly clean. No, she said that to me. I said to her, so what do you think about my dick? You no, know, I said to this girl, like, what do you think about my dick? And then I was like, big, whatever. She was like, it's very clean. And I was like, what? Yeah, but you're and- a cut. Yeah, but the, the point is, yeah, that, you says sh- a lot, that says a you lot about me. You should never have asked a prostitute that question. <laughs> says a lot about me, but more about uh, more about ask, her. Can I ask a serious question I've always wanted to ask someone? And it's a bit gross and pure old, but I genuinely want to know the answer. Because you know mm-hmm. that people say if you're circumcised, you don't get like cheese. Hmm. Where does it go? Do you get like little skid marks on your pants? What, do you get, do you, I don't, do you actually get... No, no, no. That's what they say. Well, I don't know. I, my penis is very clean. You, I can't, I can't you, discuss your penis. Is that a fair question, Ollie? No, I'm not. Or not? Do you know what so I'm saying? I'm not, not circumcised, but I don't have sufficient amount of testosterone. Discharge. Yeah, where does that go? Where does that go? What discharge? What are you talking about? You do get a little bit, don't you? Because it's all got plumbing up there. It's not going. It's got to come out a little bit at a time. Only a little bit. Um, if you can look, I'm just showing you Jared Little's penis there. Looks like a baloney. Can you see it? Yeah, oh, I wow. think you're getting close, mate. You're getting close. What do you mean? I think this right. Yeah, you're getting close to turning. To what? what? Looking at stuff like that for gay. Well, just, well, what's gay about looking at another man's penis? With <laughs> a six pack. <laughs> There's, listen, I don't know how you could think that's. The last listen, time we spoke, last being, time we you're spoke, being you and Ollie were talking. You and Ollie were talking about having uh, naked pictures of your friends in the flat. I'm like, it's getting closer. No, you're anyway. edging. Edges it like what's the time, Mister? No, you're you're making things up to make it sound more incriminating. Listen, I'm. Not I the started one who... a rumor that Darius and I shared a double bed. 
but that's not helping things. The point is, <laughs> you, we're not the ones who just went away with two men for a little week away in Portugal, Justin, and shared a bed. <laughs> and my own room. We had an apartment, actually. So anyway, the first gig was very posh. Second gig... Oh, mate, there was this fucking... Um, he was from Bulgaria, right? And he was a fucking... One of the worst hectares I've ever had. Wanted to fucking chin him. But... Um, what turns out, right, they go, oh, his name is Crassy. They go, oh, this bloke's a violinist. And he goes and plays a violin around all the um, bars and that. And his daughter with him. She's how about old? eight. Yeah, how old was he? Ollie, look at the I said, thing you fetched shit. You know, when I was talking on his subject earlier, because I thought he froze. And I thought, being a professional. Look, he looks like he's frozen, doesn't he? Ollie, it? stop looking down. It looks like you've frozen. You... Yeah, and then I'm worried oh, that you're I not listening. So. Yes, I'm listening. Stop looking down. You just did Stop it again. Stop looking down. You're looking down. Look at the camera. You... What are you oh, looking okay. at? What I've, been, looking I've at? been out of the game for a long time. Well, you're looking what at, game? you're reading some boring text because you're. You I'm looking at pizza. Crazy. That's what I'm looking well, at. Well, it take a slice, eat the slice, and listen to Justin's story about a boring Bulgarian and his daughter who were heckling him. So I, we were in Portugal. I said, <laughs> oh, why, why? I said, why are you brought her here? We'll come to a tapas bar. It's Portugal. You could have left her on her own. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> they did not like that. They did not like that. So really? That's funny. Oh, that's funny. No. Do you know what? Every time I mentioned anything to do with pedos, everyone shut up. And on the last night, it was theatre style, and I got this bit about like that. It's not about being one. It's about um. I keep that secret. It's about um like how we've overtold kids about like we just called them strangers, and now and now kids we told them too much about what they actually wanted. Everyone's the tension in the room, and I just stopped and I went. Every time I've said the word pedo on this trip, and it kills in England, I said, I feel like I'm in a pedo anonymous meeting. You're all like, and the, but they, they were like so fucking stiff about it. And then I said to this bloke, I said, oh, you can't play, but going back to the Bulgarian guy, I go, you can't play the violin that well, mate. You can't even afford a babysitter. I was crushing, crushing. And afterwards he came up to me and he went to one of the other eggs. Right, obviously it turns out he's really super gay. Him and his boyfriend had adopted this girl. Then they'd split up. So he's a single parent. But he came up to me and he, when the other act, because the other act's all smiley and cheeky and likable, and that's not my shtick. Who's the other that's act? That's not in James Beatty, who's super, oh, super likable. Super likable yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody loves Beatty. Everyone wants to mother. Beatty. 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 Did he? Well, when you was in Edinburgh, did he keep chanting Millwall? Yeah. He, I've just got me doing it. Millwall. Millwall. He does it everywhere. James Beatty is such an attractive presence. Darius and I were driving back from a gig and took a detour to go and see him. No, and, yeah. we met, and we anyway, met Beatty Senior. I've met yeah, his, his dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah, his dad is lovely. He's not Paul Daniels, isn't he? So we went to... Um, so anyway, <laughs> yeah, he's actually... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That's a perfect Everything I say is perfect, Chubbs. So we went to... Um, what we did you just to, say? Uh, huh? You look great, babes. You look so good. You look so good. I will, t I will step my left foot in front of my right foot. Pivot, walk to the fridge. Keep a strong back. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favourite pizza I'm topping, Ollie? Cake? I'm comfort eating now. Yeah. So I went to... Um, what the fuck was I even saying? Oh, yeah. So this, this gay guy come up to... He was all over beating. He was right next to me. I love you. I want you to come to... Turns out he owns a bar. Then he turned to me and he went, not you. I went, yeah. Because I'd been slamming him. I've been slamming him. But then it turns out that he owns a tapas bar too. Get this. So I thought he was he was so disruptive. Wouldn't shut up. Ruined it almost. 
So I thought, oh, because of his capacity as a violin player, he's used to be in the centre of attention and he, he's, he's attacking. Now, when I found out this is much more sinister, he's a rival bar owner and was in someone else's bar sabotaging their night. This bloke was called Bruno, what owned the bar it was in. I go, good. I think he was... No, mate, that's way worse, isn't it? I would have said that on stage if I'd have known he owned a bar. I would have fucking called him out. And the bloke that ran it was like gutted. I said, I think he's ruined your night. He goes, I am also thinking the same way. That's my Portuguese. I am also thinking the same way. They sound Russian. Portuguese people sound Russian. Did they? Yeah. I had an, in- I had an Indian in Portugal. I've dug you. I've got an apology. What was his Ollie. name? I'm digging you out. Good. I'm digging you out for eating pizza <laughs> in Thailand. I had an Indian. In- but then again, Portugal and India have got a colonial shameful really, past, sometimes you need to i've been eating thai food the whole time but i thought tonight if i'm doing the podcast i'm not going to stay out too late it's eight what? o'clock now this yeah. is me done for the night i've got to wake up early to train so why not i've been i've eaten thai food the what? whole time man the food is so good it's so good mm. so what is the goal for your training then what are you going to get all beasted up or are you just doing it for fitness now nah. i know i just wanted i just realized that um i wanted something to do every day I, I've, I've never take, really taken a holiday before. And I've, whenever I've gone abroad, I've always like, done gigs and stuff. But I thought, if I have something that I can do every day, then at least I'm not going to... Have you lost any weight feet. yet? Like, no, I can see it. No. Oh, well, you've gained muscle then. You've, you might not have lost weight, but you've, you've, like, you've percentage of fat is going down, I would say, yeah, just from looking at your face. I feel calmer as well. What about your I'm beard? I'm really happy here. Are you going to um, grow a beard or, or are you going to shave it? <laughs> stay here forever. Um... Mm. I'll keep it going for a while, I think. You've had your Maybe eyebrows just done as well. You've had something plucked or something. I'm not had my eyebrows done, actually. Well, I'm maybe not. I only got, do that with Maybe Darius. your webcam's low res. Because you look... I think... You, you know, I looked at you last time I saw you, and you looked ill, man. You looked like really... Pale, like I look like pale and dark eyes and that, didn't he? He always looks... Another thing... One thing I will say about life here is everything is so much simpler. Like, I needed to get a moped to go to this clinic, right? Because there was no way of getting there in public transport. There's no public transport, really. Um, and if you, if, you wanna, if, if you want to hire a car in the UK, you've got to go online or download an app and register your ID and blah, 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 right? Here, I just text someone who I know. I was like, do you have the WhatsApp for anyone to get me a moped? I WhatsApp a guy. 15 minutes later, a bloke just turns up with a moped. I give him 70 quid in cash. And, and that's it. Like, like, there's no like, I don't. I've bought a moped. I've I rented it for the month. He's, he told me when I wanted it back. But like, you know, just no, no. But you know why that like, is? Because English people would fucking ruin it if yeah, they yeah, had yeah. like. That's like that on holiday and stuff. It's We're quite simple. destructive, ain't we? Like some some knob would, would just crash them or steal them or some shit like that. I suppose. So when you hire a moped in Thailand, is the uh, is it an optional extra for the chicken cage on the back? <laughs> well, actually, so wait, 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 moped's interesting. Yeah, go on. Before I forget go about on. the mopeds, I was on Oxford Street walking back, and then this guy got his fucking apple picking, got his phone stolen out of his hand. Then he's running down the street, going, My phone, my phone. And he goes, oh, I need to use the phone. I need to call the police. And I'm like, What? Because my phone's been. And I've seen the guy's drive off. He's like, Can I call the police on your phone? I was like, No. And he's like, Let me use the phone. I was like, All right, but I'm going to hold the phone and I'll call the police. He goes, Call yeah, nine- your name. Yeah, he goes, You call 999. It's an emergency. I went, I'm not sure it is an emergency. I'll call 101 for you. He's like, 999. I said, I'm not calling 999 from my house. Like, Oh, hi, some guy's got his mobile phone stolen. 
Then I had to walk down the street while this guy's on hold to 101. And I'm like, listen, I've got to get the tube now. Sorry, mate. Uh, good luck with your phone. Use the phone box. Welcome anyway. to England. Yeah, welcome to England. Uh, well, you know what? My I walked light down the street, not Oxford Street, but Regent Street, just up the road. Someone snatched my phone out of my hand, but I didn't want him to nick it, so I held on tight and then nicked it back off him. Yeah, but some people, they don't. I've seen, oh, that's actually the second time I've seen someone that happen. I saw two people get away with it. Get their phone. Ollie Apple developed picking. that technique from holding his pasties. Like, no fuckers <laughs> having this. No seagulls <laughs> taking this. Like, how nice did you hang on? That didn't make any sense, Ollie. He's, you, you started with he snatched it out of my hand. So basically, said, I just he. Now, hang on, hang on. I'm going to, I'm dissecting this, not you. So you said he snatched it out of my hand, but I grabbed onto it tight so he couldn't. So he didn't snatch it. He attempted to snatch it. Then no, you no. said I got tighter is, and got it back. He, what? Look, he, he took it, and as he was taking it, there was a moment when it was out of my hand. I like continued. That's your niece's phone, though, yeah. This. So he's trying to be funny about the phone case. Well, actually, do you know what? The phone's replaceable. This case isn't. I got this in Tokyo. I love it. So I was. I would have been so. If he nicked it, I would have gone. Just give me the fucking case back. I've right? got a new case for the for the benefit of the um of the listener. I've got a kawaii phone case. To be fair, this is pretty feminine, isn't it? I've been told that the ring the mic. is feminine. No in case is feminine. No, because you know what that's for? You put your penis through it. Yeah. Or your finger. My, mine would be I've been finger. using them wrong. Anyway, point is, I grabbed on so tight, and he was wearing gloves. He just sped off. So it feels, still feels violating. Horrible. I was around the corner from Darius's flat at this really, really Thanks nice uh, Italian place. I won't name it because I don't want anyone to... Uh... Rumble, the FZ, as I call it now. It's less offensive. And um, the waitress come out and says, you can't have your phone on the table. I went, what? She was putting it in your pocket. She goes, they drive past pretending they're delivery, but they're not delivery. We have about five snatched today. Yeah, you've got to keep your wits up. I've seen, there's a really nice YouTube video of someone that's tied um, a bike to some invisible thread, and they used to nick the bike. And then as they drive off, they... It hurls them off. It's such lovely oh. justice. We should make yeah. some of those prank calls, like do that with the phones, and then, and then, and then. But when they can't take it, then we grab them and beat the shit out of them. Using yeah, your, and that, that's my job. Yeah, using your new kung fu skills. Although yeah, they, they we've got backup. Wear, they've got to wear pads and stuff, and I've got to wear shin pads. Otherwise, I can't do it. We right. can use you as a bodyguard now, Ollie. Ollie, but uh, did um, the as what stories have permeated uh, Thailand from the UK? Did you see the BBC reporter swearing? That's not a word. Well, yeah. What? That, what's that not a word? Came up on Twitter. I mean, it's I'm permeated. In a, in a what did I say? Permeated. No, I didn't. I said permeated. <laughs> a permeator. <laughs> yeah, you did. You said permeated, didn't I you, Ollie? Did. He did. Um, but I didn't, just to wrap I? up to, to wrap up the thread on um, mopeds and stuff. You can literally, they never, I went, so someone else who's here was hiring a moped from like a proper shop. Their official policy is they don't check if you've got a license. They like, <laughs> they want to see a passport, but their actual policy is we do not, because do you remember I was telling you that I went to go get that international driving license thinking it was important. So I went to the post office and paid £5.50 to get a bit of paper to say. Oh, yeah, well, that's a waste of money. No one's checking that. Complete waste of money. That reminds um, me. Genuinely. You know... all... Sorry, come Genuinely. All they all they want is a passport. That's it. Well, I was going to say that reminds me of in Instant. Pride. It must be an Eastern thing, because in Pride, the MMA, it was like the, the the sort of like Japanese UFC. In their contract, in massive capital bold letters, it said, "We do not steroids." <laughs> right. 
<laughs> it's just like, can you get on the gear, mate? We want a spectacle over it. That's I must huge. say that the, the, the expats here who have money, they've got an amazing life. Mm. Like genuinely astonishing. They're paying 400 quid for a penthouse, 600 quid for a sea view house. It's mad. What are you staying in? A shill. I'm staying in an, actual, in an actual hut. Uh, I don't know how much. Is, what's a thousand baht in pounds? I don't know. Well, you'd know, mate, not us. Fucking hell. One thousand. Yeah, I know. Let me, let me, let me just Google it. Twenty-two oh, pound a been... night. Twenty-two pound sixty a night. That's expensive. You've been evicted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my ass. See what you've done, Darius. Well, you're in Thailand. Ta- you've evicted. You've been evicted. You've got to live in Thailand. I've, I've, I've listened. I've, yeah, I've, I've created a franchise. <laughs> I've created a franchise FZ. Yeah. I've... Are you? Are you? Are you franchising <laughs> it? The FZ's got on tour, baby. Well, yeah, yeah, what Thailand? Yeah, that's the perfect place to go do it. To be fair, Man, so they... do you see a lot of nonces about then? Uh they're they're so. Do you know? What? I think there's probably more in Phuket than here, but almost on a daily basis, I've met just an old guy. Actually, and they're aware. There are really old guys with young girls here who, as they're walking down the street, they do look ashamed of what they're doing. But I, you know, at least I'll give them that. They 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 don't like the fact that I'm here for them. Do you think like victims of like this is not funny? I'm not trying to be funny. I don't, maybe I won't even say it. But I'm just going to say, how, like, how can you have a country where there's so many victims? Do they not see it that way? Like you'd think like like three out of ten adults have been victims of se- underage sexual trafficking or whatever. Oh, hang on, what do they do when they grow up? I haven't seen men with underage people. What I've seen is like men who are clearly in like comfortably in retirement age. Oh, that's not what I said, is like it? I said non. Ten years I thought people me. go out there and it's genuine nonsense going on, no? I thought me, Leo and I saw real nonsense there, definitely. Yeah, so I'm saying you think with, how with the mum. Think how many survivors I'm trying to be sensitive, how many survivors of SA there are that are now like adults, do you know what I mean? Is it like are they like yeah. Chelsea pensioners? They all get together once a year, like around a cenotaph. What are the Chelsea pensioners? Don't know. I, just I know, passed, I know I what they the, are, but I can't explain it because I don't. I went, you know when you know, but you don't know. They're, they're, they're I went to ex- the denti- I went to the dentist today, and I passed where they stay, the Royal yeah. Hospital or something for the Chelsea yeah, pensioners, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like the most amazing building. I was thinking, how do you become a? Uh, and they've always got to wear the uniform, and you'll see them in the Weatherspoons wearing it, and everyone just buys them drinks. I've even done it, and I don't even really like. I don't even know why. Yeah, who, just sit- but who are they? They're just like a certain regiment. That's one of the things I know but don't know. Do you know what I mean? I can't Is really tell you. Is it like a Freemason? I thought it's one of those things. I No, no. They're ex-service. And Chelsea pensioners get, they, I think they get housed in a certain, I think once you get super, super decorated, you can become a Chelsea pensioner. It's almost like you're a poster boy for ex-military. I don't a- know. Any, it's one of those any, things. Yeah, it's, I've just Googled any former soldier of the British Army over the age of 65 who is facing spending their advanced years alone. That's nice. Oh, right. Um, oh, fair enough. Did I didn't you, know I, that. Do you know what you, you know think the... you know something, but there's someone asking Look at you, but this, this is, that, that's the hospital where they live. That's where I look yeah. at it. It's amazing. That's like Buckingham Palace, isn't it? Yeah. It's, Where's that? Like, is that in Greenwich or something? No, it's just by, it's by um, just off King's Road. That's, that's, that looks, uh, like the Royal, looks like the Royal Naval College a bit, doesn't it? So what is it? How do you become a Chelsea uh, pensioner? Uh, you got to be 65 and lonely. Pretty good. Ex- Obviously, they, no, yeah. So anyone can. But they do. They do free. Can I just say? Can I just say they fucking they do freeload drinks. They know exactly what they're doing. You go up to the bar when you've had a few, and what every time I did, one of them was next to me, but magically with an empty glass, just looking at me. 
I don't, I'm not knocking them for it, but they, that is, I might get one of them uniforms, I sit around Norwich in it. Oh, well, they do that in America, don't they? People wear, like, service uniforms, so they get upgraded. Stolen you know. Valor. Have you, heard of the, have you heard of the water rats? I'm fascinated by these, like, secret Freemason-like Oh, yeah, tell us. I know, clubs. but I've heard of them. Do you know about the water rats, Justin? I don't know. I don't know much about, I know about the only the thing I do, rats. the only... The only I know thing a little know bit about, about them. them. Go on, and you say, and I'll say. I know. They're, the, they're the arch enemy of the desert rats. Nemesis. Are they? Because <laughs> there's no water in the desert. Yes, it's the opposite, isn't it? Who are the water rats? Tell, tell us what you know, and I'll tell you what I know. I don't really know much about them, but like, there's so many of these like secret organizations, but this one is, is entertainment, right? Yeah. And so they, um, I think they started off as like a benevolent fund for, for the arts, but it's turned into something weird. There's... There's ones for politicians, there's ones for economists. So the I'm not part of any of these. I really want to... The Water Rats is an entertainment kind of Freemasons. Like thingy. the Friars Club in America, almost. Thingy's one of them. What's his face? Comedian oh, well, with a big jo beard and Joe, Pas Joe Pasquale was King Rat for a while. That's that's how hey, I yeah. vaguely know a little bit about them. Oh, really? Yeah. What's his name? Not Phil, not Phil Jupiter's. What's his face? Phil, Phil Nickel? Not Phil Nickel. Not Phil at all. I've forgotten his name. Nice guy. Big beard and his, face. His, his, dad, his, his dad, his brother's an agent. Oh, uh, uh, Andre Vincent. Andre Vincent, he's a water rat. And he also used to live with um, James Bond. There's so many of those things sound exciting. And I've done, I've done gigs in Masonic Lodges. And they're just sort of like knobs. They're just sort of like the Rotary Club. I was like, what do you do then? And they're like, oh, you know, like this year we put on a big fireworks display for the people around here. It's like... Cool. Yeah, or, or, or private members like... clubs. Yeah, because they, they reckon Loads about that secret handshake. That is, when you find out that secret handshake, it's just shit. It's so just... <laughs> do you know what it is? <laughs> what is it? No. All you do is, when you shake hands with someone... Can you see my hands? You, yeah. you squeeze... It's hard to do it with your own hand. You squeeze that first knuckle with your first tear, and it was, depending whichever knuckle... I don't think you're allowed to say this, but whichever knuckle you squeeze in between is your rank... So if I was tier one and Ollie was tier three, and actually yeah. I'm tier three, you're tier one. So when, when we uh, shake hands, you would squeeze between my index and middle finger and I would squeeze between your ring and little finger. And show, me just how you, like... show me how you shake the hand. It sounds like a, an FZ initiation. Imagine we're shaking right? hands, right? Close no. your and squeeze, okay? <laughs> In the fag oh, zone, we dock with our penises. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so uh, when 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 you shake hands, it just, you put your index finger in between a certain knuckle to let them know what like rank that. you are. Yeah, and then, no, no, you shake hands properly, but you just, I can't do it to myself. You shake hands properly, but you reach round, reach around, Ollie, and you squeeze in between a <laughs> knuckle like that. Ah. And then, it was a normal handshake, but his index finger would be in there, right? And, like, your index finger would go in there if you outranked him. Literally, that is it. And he's, he's the idea you that it? if you shake hands with someone and you're not sure if they remember, this is your way of finding out. And if not, it just seems like a normal handshake. Yeah, yeah, well, it's just sort of like, I think it's a way of going, we don't wear badges well, like the military to, to denote rank we just all got more surreptitious well if you thought the water rats were the freemasons were rubbish waiting to get a load of the water rats here they are oh fucking <laughs> nookie bear nookie bear this is uh, 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 my nan had a massive nookie me home, that is poster boy for the gammons jesus christ <laughs> that is he... like someone drew a face on a gammon jimmy tarbuck's a they legend call us that now he might, oh, fuck off, you're a Pasquale fan. What do you know, knob? <laughs> These are just like, there's like a retirement home for hacks. <laughs> but, but, look at every this, <laughs> Look at this guy. Look, this who, who is it that, who is it that <laughs> had at, that Twitter, uh, which is older than all male 
I'll another take little it back. male lineup. I'm looking forward oh, to yeah. him. Lee Carroll. Lee Carroll's a really nice guy. Click on him. This is Ollie's Hall of Fame. Where's Lee Carroll? <laughs> Lee Carroll. I've met. He's a really nice guy. He. Um, That's a view. He's proper. He's a proper old school. You like, know they've got this like... exact thing in, in America. I think it's called the Friars Club, and that's where the yeah, roasts yeah, my mates, originated um, my from. Mates in it. Originated from what? The what fr- is... Yeah, it's like this. It's like this. It's like show. It's the Chelsea pensioners for showbiz, isn't it? It's exactly what it is. What's what's the Friars? How do we club? become part of it? Well, why you want to become? You a probably grand... will, mate. You got to be a schmoozy schmama. Schmama? You got to be a schmoozer and a charmer. I'm in. Yeah, chihuahua. You got to be a chihuahua. You're in, mate. What did they do then? What did they, what did um what did he say? Lee Carroll's page isn't so good. What did he say? Um, being a water rat was like that's a good informative page for Lee Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> Picture of him. Things I, I don't. Has I he don't got any really, information? I don't know what they do. There's like the fright. I, like, I, I remember. The lawyer that I used to interpret for um, was a member of the Rotary Club in Japan. What is and the he Rotary said, the thing Club? About being a member of the... I don't know. But I went to one of their dinners. It was just a nice dinner. But he said, the thing about it is you go anywhere in the world. And if, you, if there's a Rotary Club there, you're welcome with open arms. And I think it's actually, to be a little bit serious, it is a bit like being a stand-up. One of the really nice things about being a stand-up is you go anywhere in the world. And if there's a comedy club there, comics generally treat you well. But, you know, if you say you're, if you say you're a comic, Generally, you've got a couch for the fraternity. night. Fraternity. Yeah, it is. Like, we've and, got, and like you can go into a... things. I think there might be a delay. I'm not cutting him off. And then I talk and he starts talking. But um, when, when, um, when you're in something with an automatic fraternity, like I played rugby, that was a bit like a fraternity. And commu- like you say, if you haven't got that, then they just sort of like manufacture fraternities. It's like, it's like joining the fraternity that isn't connected to a thing. But when you speak to these people and they always go, oh, we do a lot for charity. I'm always like, oh, you you don't. You probably do. But that's sort of like, say you don't feel bad about going there and sort of like doing uh, nepotistic business deals. It's like, yeah, we're all nepotists, but, but uh, we'll raise some money for charities so we feel better so, about it. Like, we're so keen to institutionalize. Oh, Barry Cryer, he was good. Like, you know, if, loads of communities have it. Like churches, for example, or mosques is a it's good example. replacing church, like, basically. I think they've all replaced that church community. I do think that's mm, where it started. But there's so many instances. Even this, this like Muay Thai camp, right? There's people here from all around the world, Thai people, you know, international people. If I know staying here, automatically I'm feeling like, oh, they're on the inside. You know what I mean? Even though I've got no right to think that way, because we're all staying in the same compound. If you know, if I find out that, like, a guy, I was chatting to a guy in a coffee shop who said he was staying here, and I offered him a lift back on the moped because it's a long walk and yeah, I only I, did that out of like wanted to have sex with what? him well yeah no but <laughs> it's, it's a funny it's a funny thing where I'm like oh he's one of us but you know the same is true for school you know there's loads of things where like we just you know and I maybe the, I don't know if that's more a middle class thing or not because I think that you know working men's clubs are the example of like that's, yeah, that's I think comedy or yeah go on I think the comedy one's actually stronger than you realise. Because when you're in green rooms with other comics and some of them annoy you and you don't like some of them and blah, blah, blah. But you don't know how much you've got in common with other comedians until you're like in the green room with a magician. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, it's us two in him. Like even if it's someone you don't like, <laughs> you don't realise it's like we've got, here's a fraternity yeah. that you don't always appreciate it. Do you know what I mean? Well, tell us about and your I... most awful gig to Bond from yesterday and I'll tell you about I my did, one. I did, I did 
I did a Christmas gig last night in a new town near Cambridge that was all round tables and the gig started at quarter to ten. And I was opening and the sound was appalling. Radio mic? No, it wasn't a radio mic. When I got on stage and held the mic, it had zero weight to it. It was plastic tandy. It was and it was all like <laughs> going on every time you spoke into it. And I was trying to hold it down here, but if every time you raised, any time you could amplify your voice at all, it was like popping. And um, oh, I know exactly what you mean. So Awful. I got on stage. How far was the stage there, from the audience? There was a huge dance floor. Yeah. You, and there was a bloke on the sound booth. You know when the bloke who, on the sound booth faced the was audience. On? Uh, it was. Oh, I'll tell you afterwards. I've got a much worse. I've got an end. Tell us. Ain't started yet. I've All set right. the gig up, right? <laughs> All right. I've got a joke. Can about already sports. tell mine's worse, but go on. Yeah, but that's because you was on it. <laughs> but I was. Um, but you know what? I'll tell you what. Then I'll tell you what. Then this is what you don't realize. I did twenty minutes, right? And it was. It was. And you sort of think to yourself, this is when people just don't get comedy, right? Because a lot of experience and whatever ability and I kind of made it playable and did as good a job as you could do but everyone there still thought I was completely shit like you sort of go oh you think I'm shit you think I'm shit but you don't know you the, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. these swan's legs man and this this swan's bombs <laughs> in its legs I've paddled my fucking legs off under this water and yet but that's the thing about comedy isn't it well, that first yeah. play was absolutely. I got, I got a few laughs. Man, you don't know, you don't know what I just did up there. It's just, it's just <laughs> the like like facing you and looking at you is, is the biggest win. Is the ultimate zero to one. I wouldn't go that far, Ollie. But anyway, I did this sports direct joke, and this tight. There was a care home, two tables from a care home, Christmas corporate. I've got the punchline is they should sell Slazenger syringes. Slazenger syringes. I'm not going to do the accent. Slazenger syringes. I went. Hmm? She went. I don't get it. What's a Slazenger syringe? I said, no, no, there's no such thing as a... Sl- I'm on stage doing this. It's getting laughs. I went, there's no such thing as a Slazenger syringe. Well, why'd you say it? I went, it's a joke. It's a Slazenger syringe. She goes, but what's a Slazenger syringe? In a thick, like, Filipino accent. I go, doesn't Do the matter. Accent. We'll move on. Do the accent. No. Sir. She goes, they say sir like no, that. no, that's not it. Yeah, she's in five-star hotel. She's going, I don't get it. I was going, it don't matter. I go, we'll move on. If you don't get something, you don't have to tell me. There's other, just we'll carry on. Slazenger syringe, what's it mean? I went, right. Slazenger is a low, it's about sports direct. I go, Slazenger is a low end <laughs> sports brand. And syringes is what smackheads use. All right. And I, and I thought, I had to expect to that level. And I then thought, I went on. But I thought Slazenger on. used to be quite good for tennis anyway. Maybe, yeah, maybe. But you know, sports direct, yeah. you see Slazenger socks and that. There's like, 12, pa- 12 pairs for four pounds. So I'm going on. Slashes so don't make syringes. Exactly, yeah. Ollie. So I'm going on, <laughs> right? And I can hear her go, what is Slashinger syringe? Three jokes later, to her friends. <laughs> I go, are you still going on about sl-? Like, I'm talking to her from the stage, right? And then, uh, <laughs> and then a woman, another Filipino woman, had a laughing attack like you've never heard. All I could hear towards the back was, ah, ah. She's on the floor. She's laying on the floor. Disassociate ourselves with Justin doing that accent. That was no. She wasn't. She was from the. She was from Runcorn. Did she? But um, so everyone. She. Everyone's around. And honestly, what's going on in here? And then this young honesty. Right. Be be real. This is real. This is the closest I've ever come 
I was one fucking, I was 0.1% away from when I walked off, walking past this fucking bloke sat at the front and coming, come outside, outside. I fucking, it's the most I've ever wanted to hurt someone of a gig for. I fucking, he was a nasty cunt. Who, why? I said, I've, I said, I've been through a divorce and he was quite young and he looked up and went, yeah, how shit was your marriage? And I went, I hadn't said nothing to him. I went, that's a really weird heckle. I went, what are you saying? He goes, yeah, you fucking marriage must have been shit. You got divorced. Ha ha. Sounds, like, sounds like me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just literally went, so far. This is exactly how Darius would react to, <laughs> to, to yeah, you saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, no wonder he's had so many close scrapes on stage. So I go, um, I go, I'll tell you. I said, yeah, I said, left my wife. She did. You left. She left you. She fucking, and he's so angry. She fucking left you. And I went, Whoa, what's wrong with you? What, I'm on stage. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Why, why I ain't even said nothing to you. What have you got the ump about? He went, you're on stage, mate. I'm just waiting for the fucking... Co-. When they say I'm waiting for the comedy to start, they think we've never heard that before. Hmm. That is the hack heckle that they think's their closer, isn't that, it? That, that and... Wait. Oh, so-called comedian in England. Yeah, so, in but they don't... Right, the heckle one is yeah. I'm just waiting for the comedy to start, mate. Yeah. And I looked at him, and I just thought, like, instead of saying anything, I just looked at him, and I was like... And his face was so evil. Like, he acted... Like, he really was an angry little twat. Why did you anger him so much? So then what happened? Oh, no, I, I, I like, don't oh, think he would have angered him. I think he would have come with an angry energy. I think I know. Yeah, whatever. But he was taking... I mean, I looked at a woman on his table and she was sort of looking at me a bit like, ooh, and I went, he's fucking nasty, he is, isn't he? And then I just carried on. It's like... But like when I, the whole rest of my time, I was just thinking... I couldn't look at him. He's right there, right down there, stage left. I was looking at him. And I honestly, honestly had to stop myself Go, come out, come outside. I was going to fucking nut him. I honestly, because he was actually like trying to be hard to me. He weren't trying to. He, this is the thing you realize about corporates. You don't realize the power you have being in a club. They've all come and agreed to it. So in a comedy club, if you say to someone, what's your name? They tell you. Mm-hmm. But at corporates, they're not comedy people. And to be honest, if I was in the street and someone came up to me and said, what's your name? I wouldn't tell them. You don't realize how much they play along in a comedy club. But when you got someone like that, it was just being a fucking cut. And I just want to go, just come the, outside, mate. The worst is after that interaction, he'll say something awful like, how bad was your marriage? And then you'll try and dig in. And then he'll go, carry on then. No, and the audience that says, carry on mm. then, doesn't mm. understand. Oh, yeah, the first book I spoke to said that. Again. I said, do anyone want to yeah. guess where I'm from? And he went, Audi. And I went, oh, that's that's nice one. Good one, mate. They were from Doncaster. I said, that's, the, that's their waitrose. He's actually paying me a compliment. And then he went, yeah, you're that's not going to top that tonight, mate. And I went, no one laughed, bruv. That's, yeah, I think if you just listen, I probably will. And he went, carry on then, go on, on you go. It was like, no, no, no. I said, no, no, no. You don't get to shout something out before I've even said hello and see, then fucking tell me to carry on. See, if this was me, it would have escalated to violence because I'll, 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 every time they ramp it up, I will ramp it up. <laughs> I, you know what I, I did? You know what I did? I've got a very punchable More than ever, face. I just stopped and I just looked around and I let it all carry on and then I just say something like, what is going on? I wasn't trying to force over them and plow on. Mm. They would have murdered. That's what I'm saying. So they'll come off and go, that first bloke is the worst comedian I've ever seen. It's like, you just saw someone who actually did fucking well in that room, but they've got no idea. Do you know what I mean? Well, I, That's well, as good as it could have been. Well, I had a bad gig yesterday, but not as bad as that. And actually, the See, gig was you didn't right. let me finish, did you? But, but this gig was the potential to be the most awful gig. It was a gig for a football team in the army, in the barracks, 25 men 
Christmas party. This is no, just in your flat, mate. Don't no, lie to it. Yeah, yeah, Darius wasn't booked as the comedy entertainment. He was he was there on a speculative basis. He's a cum dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to do comedy when you're wiping their jizz off your face. It's really hard to tell jokes with a cock in your mouth. Uh, what are you saying? What are you what are you trying to what are you implying? You're insinuating something and I wanna know what you're trying to insinuate. <laughs> Why are you in a barracks, Darius? I was in the yeah, barracks yeah, yeah. with 25 hot men. <laughs> like, By the way, I'm a comedian. Do you want to hear some jokes? The walk of shame off the barracks with a fucking limp. Oh, God, that was a brutal one, man. i got to get an Uber. Fucking got... hell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I... These guys are all fucking ruffled up. I got in there and went, if you look at Darius's gig calendar, this is marked as date night with a heart emoji. <laughs> I, I, I got in there and I was like, listen, I think it's time we all took a shower, you know, get in the mood for the game. No. Let's <laughs> get in the communal bar. Time to have a cake. Woo! <laughs> it's not funny making fun of me. You're insinuating something. You're, Im- you're implying something. I don't know what you're implying. You're trying to insinuate uh, uh, homosexual undertones, which, which homosexual work. is that we use chick? Yes, homosexual. Luke. Homosexual. <laughs> anyway, it was a, it's, it's a football team like they were doing a football quiz. Then no MC, no nothing. Yeah, Darius is going to do half an hour of comedy. And actually, please tell me the fee was good. Man, the fee was not. Basically, it was a good fee, but I didn't read. But Shelley booked it for me. And when I read, and I'm fucking furious actually. When I read, this is my fault. She went, Are you sure this is all right? I thought it was like a, just a gig on a base. I didn't read it was a specific football team gig. So I th- anyway, the money was okay. It wasn't worth it though. Um, but I did. Ah, that's did well. last night. Last night it was like m- more money than a regular gig, but it used to be like a hundred percent more for Christmas. Yeah. This was like mm. 60 quid more and not worth it. And I got back from Portugal I... after a 20-hour blackout. And um, I was having like, I was sweating. I was having the horrors. What's These that? people have been drinking since. We know what the horrors is, isn't it? You don't know what the horrors is? No. I know Akron just like, a, just like a, a general, non, just not like non-specific anxiety. Like the horrors, when you got a hangover, you're just like, ugh. Like, no, you know when someone walks over your grave and you're sort of like, no? Oh, God, no. I've got to stop drinking. Like, I feel uh, like I'm explaining. I feel like Darius, I'm thinking Darius, like... Darius hasn't yet felt an emotion. Yeah, oh, you've got to have empathy to have the horrors, <laughs> Darius. Yeah. Psychopaths wouldn't get it. But um, no, but it was, and I was just sort of like... It was, Emotions it was are for a... pussies. Yeah, I think you might be right. I'm just coming around to your way of thinking. It's right. too late You should make that into a t-shirt, Darius. Yeah, I don't believe in emotions. I got a on Christmas that. gift for you. Go on. <laughs> but not not from not from this year because I'm I'm not doing them. Yeah. What, what tell us your last did, year's Christmas gig? Awful one. It wasn't last year. It was the year before Bristol two years ago. A, a venue well, that normally does a yeah. You'd think it'd be good. A venue that normally puts on a night said, "Are you free to close um, this gig?" So they kind of dressed it up as if it was their normal comedy night. I said, yeah, what is he? He went, oh, a few friends are having a party. I was like, right. I said, is it like a, like a private event? He said, yeah. I said, I would charge 500 pound for that. Right. Cause you, you just want to price it away. Right. Mm. And he went, 
but last time he did it for 150. I said, yeah, but that's because that was a gig, right? It's very different when you're doing a, you know, a gig to a private event. And he said, well, I've kind of already told them that, you know, what the price would be. I said, well, I'm just, I'm sorry. Um, it was only like a week to go. And he said, look, they'll be really nice. It's a friend of a friend. You would do me a favor. I said, look, if you could do it for 200, I'll be happy. Cause I already had a gig that night as well. So I said, I can do it. But he told them it would be a hundred and fifty. Oh no, that was it. He told them it'd be 150. I told them 250, right? So they, in their mind, the client was just paying 150 quid for a comedian, right? No respect whatsoever. I turn up, the DJ gives me his mic, which is still connected to his decks, less than a less than a meter of cord. So I'm stood the other side of the room. That the bars, the open bars just started when I go on, right? No announcement. So I'm stood at the back of the room going, right, I'm, I'm here to do some comedy for you guys. No, it's so no demeaning. Respect. It's so, no respect whatsoever. <laughs> Half an hour I'm booked to do. <laughs> I'll cut to the first five minutes. Actually, well, I really thought I've got this, right? Like I, I started to like engage them one by one, made some jokes about the fact they were, you know, primary school teachers. I really like brought them out. I, like, I can do this. Started to bring them closer to me as well because obviously I couldn't go any closer to them obviously disco lights are going all the usual stuff right so you can just imagine they're all stood up disco lights are going the bar's still open it gets to the point where there's this one guy who will not stop interrupting every single joke i do every premise rather he has a comment to make and i say look um the problem is i don't think we can both do what we're doing right like what you're doing is really important and i think what i'm doing is really important i can't really do this outside but you can probably have that chat outside so of the two of us i reckon I reckon you should chat outside and I should carry on doing the comedy here, right? So I kind of, you know, tongue in cheek. All he heard was, let's take this outside. Hmm. And he took it as like a proper threat. And I, I found out that he was, the, he was the year four teacher that was also the head of discipline at the school. And he had to get physically restrained by the other teachers because he was like, what the fuck is this? Who the fuck does this guy think he is? And um, like was getting like, like proper like actual threats of violence. He gets escorted out. At that point, one of the other teachers goes, I think that's uncalled for. We're all trying to have a nice time here. You don't need to be mean. I went, no, no, no. I'm a, ah, ah. You know, like, like, there's just no, nothing you could, nothing you could do. I did my full half an hour and never got paid. They didn't pay what? you. Why not? Why did they not pay no! you? No. How did they? Because, because of your performance. Because of your performance. Yeah, they said they said we booked we booked in the contract. And all he did was in the contract off. where it states good half who hour. Was the, who You've was told the me to come and do half hour. I did the half hour. If you didn't, I don't say I was going to be good. Well, this. This venue, in fact, I don't think this venue does come from Zed Alley, so I don't mind saying it now. Run by a nice guy that didn't really understand, you know, didn't quite what get What was Zed Alley? Hey, hey, I heard, I heard about them. I heard they were knocking people. Reputation, I think. Were they Bowling Alley? What was it? What was it? Mm, no, Zed Alley is just, it, man, it was, when it was a normal gig, it was actually all right. Um, I heard but, someone else oh, oh, people that was a Bowling Alley, my someone else. I apologize you know, to all involved. No, but but no, but talking about the fraternity thing, I then turn up to another gig in Bristol, and I think it was like, I think Jared Christmas was on, and I don't think I'd ever gig with him before. There was like a couple of just other comics, and you know, it instant instantly I knew I needed to say two or three lines about what happened, and they'd get it. I didn't have to prove. Do you know what I mean? Like I didn't have to, to, it wasn't like a group of friends who I'd have to explain why I've had mm. a bad day at work. They got it instantly. Oh, of course. And this was, is the you know, thing. Yeah. This is the thing, isn't it? Like I'm saying, you didn't. You, you've contracted me to come and do half hour. I did it. It's, if it's shit, it's shit. 
it ain't like plumbing where you can go out oh, the boiler still don't work. I did it. Do you, I was it was shit. you paid for my time. It really was shit. Yeah, but it's always it going to be shit. It's always yeah, that's the thing. Is they're not comedy gigs. people. Oh, oh, you think, right? There was two tables from a care home last night. One load of blokes from Doncaster that were like fucking scaffolders or something. There's a, a count as if they're all comedy fans. Like none of what they're looking. At. One woman couldn't even understand the concept of me saying slazenger syringes. She didn't know what it. She thought it, because but, it's not. A, but what is like, a slazenger syringe? Com- yeah, how can you do I comedy in front of slazenger? Don't make syringes. Uh, do they not? Fuck! I feel like a fool now. You know that it's not. It's not. It's not a real reference. Yes, yeah, that's why it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But like I said, I did as much as as I could, and I've been out fifteen years, and every single gig I've ever done, I'd learnt something that I, or you don't realise you are. I employed something, or did something, or treated it. So fifteen years experience still looked like the worst comedian on the planet. That's how bad it was. I mean, I did not give up. I tried every, you know, I really stuck at well, it. Well, what and were I, the other I, comedians on? You have to mention their names. Oh, I, but how I opened did they... and left. I opened and left. Well, what was the MC like? Who's the, I didn't even have an MC. Who was your MC? Andrew White. <laughs> and how was he? Uh, he did, look, he was did his MC what I better would've... than you? Then. He didn't try an MC. He, he Andrew... just set the room up. He set the room up. He just said, oh, this Which is Which Andrew White? There's two of them. No, there's not. There's an Andy White and an Andrew White. Oh. The same person. No, it's not. Which, uh, which one was Andrew it, White from Salisbury. I was talking to him. Nice guy. The but anyway, one. he yeah, he did what I would have done. Lovely. I would have welcome in the I... zone. <laughs> 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 is pretending he doesn't know who he is. Who hey, Andy White is. Oh, oh um, Andy. <laughs> he's a, he, okay, hang uh, on, he's normally a really good MC. He's normally straight. I'm not saying he wasn't. I'm not saying he wasn't. I would say this. I would talk. I'm not talking. We, we talked about I messaged each other after the gig. He well done. And I said, well done to you. And all that was impossible. And then he messaged me and goes, oh, it's got better. And I went, well, now I feel like I'm really shit. And he goes, no, forget <laughs> that. There's that Filipino woman that had the laughing attack is now being restrained by three people as she's trying to storm the stage. And I went, well, Jesus. at least that didn't happen. But I did have this bloke from Doncaster. And this is the difference, Ollie. And Darius, you two have been threatened on stage. Yeah. This bloke wanted yeah. to. But if you're a certain... I, I have not Paris Nelms, be my bodyguard. Pre- a guy was a woman had to defend you. But um, yeah. the thing is, if you're a certain size and look a certain way, I'm not saying like, obviously, not saying that hard enough. But if you look just enough that it's not going to be, if someone looks at you and goes, I'm, I could beat him up, but I reckon I'd have to try a bit. They won't threaten you. And you two must look like pussies. That's what I'm going to say. But when you come back, Ollie, you would be roundhousing them motherfuckers. No one offering you outside anymore. I've had um, I've had multiple um, threats of violence actually. Darius looks like he's gone really quiet because I've hit a nerve there. No, I'm just looking to see if there's any any slazenger syringes. What is a slazenger (laughs) syringe? We're recording this on Friday and we're going to put this out straight away um, as it as it as it goes basically live. So I'm just seeing if there's any stories that we should. Can we talk about Rwanda? Yeah, go on in. What do you want to say? Good holiday destination. News night. If we're going to no, talk think, about I something, I think it's really funny. On. Yeah, go on. No, but the, Genocide. The, the, there's one funny. There's one funny observation about Rwanda, which is um, the thing that's looking like this might not go ahead. The Rwanda scheme is that Rwanda themselves have said to the government, "If your legislation doesn't respect international law, we don't want we don't want to be any part of." So, like, so the, the kind of the 360 of this whole thing is Rwanda are telling the British government, 
about like the rule of law, international mm. affairs. It's so funny. It's so funny. Coleslaw. Yeah. It's, com- it's comical. Col- yeah, coleslaw was funnier. How sad <laughs> is that? Uh, listen, do, before... Do you think it's, but, do you think it's funny? To be honest, I'm not. I, been... that, I thought that was like a geography teacher just you, did, interrupted. Did, did, did you see that Nihal thing that the BBC guy? Yeah, from... yeah, we spoke about it on Leo's show. Oh, did you? But so yeah. what happened? Look, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna show you this. So he, so a, co- a comedian friend of ours called Luke uh, McDonald commented on his Instagram nice and he said, and yeah, good, good, good comedian as well. And he commented on the story. So this is a story about BBC presenter Nihal Artan Yaki says his overwhelmingly white workplace affects his mental health. He did a big speech on this. It was reported in the standard. So Luke just posted on his Instagram the, the headline and then he said, being around people of different skin colour makes me feel bad. They have a word for that with a laughing emoji, right? That's to his own friends. Then Nihal messaged Luke and he said, he said, hold on, he said, yeah, on Instagram, yeah, it's called marginalised. So then Luke went Do back. Do these guys know each other? No, this is the BBC presenter when that wrote the loot. So then Luke went back. Crocodile oh, tears. He went, Crocodile tears, dude. You wouldn't say that about any other race of people and expect to keep your job. Imagine a white colleague saying their workplace uh, is overwhelmingly black and it stresses them out. Heads would roll. I think that's a really good point. All right. So have you made it clear that the, the person that sent this message is a person of color? Has that been made clear? Yeah, yeah. He's, well, so hold on. It gets better, right? So then. Nihal, BBC presenter, shoots back and says, Luke, I know your comedy career is hardly a success, unlike my broadcasting career, so stop being jealous of me. A BBC presenter. So then Luke just says the phone uh, and goes, he goes, okay, let me just... Actually, read. sorry, actually a, a privileged position. He's a privileged, forget race, and he's a privileged person working for the BBC, shitting on someone else. Yeah, and then so Luke just... Which is and also... On, and he's... And so he's made a judgment about Luke based on what? His Instagram following or something. Yeah. He can't know anything about his actual career. He doesn't. If you, don't, if you haven't heard of someone, people going, well, I don't even know who you are. It's like, well, I don't know who everyone is. Just have you been on Live at the Apollo? How, how childish is that? So, so then Luke shoots back and says the following, right? Luke says, Luke says, my points are valid whether you wish to address them or not. This is the quality of intellectual replies I would expect from a BBC broadcaster. X person makes a valid point criticizing your argument equals you're a hater slash jealous of me. It's the type of argument a Gen Z TikToker would make. I don't dislike you, neither am I envious of you. A public figure giving opinions on political and social issues leaves others the right to reply with their own opinions. Um, I imagine you scoped out my page to discover I'm not white. Therefore, you couldn't use the shield of racism to deflect my fair criticism of the point you made. If you ever have wish to have a co- you know, if you ever wish to discourse rooted in honesty, feel free to give me a shout. Mm-hmm. What a twat! What? How would like to say? Oh, you're just jealous of me. It's like what a dickhead, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it makes you realize yeah. this is the thing about social media. Like you know, you used to have like that's someone like James Dean or. Like you saw him in films and you've seen like pictures of him, but when you get these sort of like, I know not that Neo's an A-lister, but it's a bit like Will Smith is like this. When they start like putting shit out on Instagram and TikTok, it just devalues them so much in my eyes. I'm like, oh, you're just like a normal idiot, like the sort of person I argue with. And I thought these people are like, up here. <laughs> you're just like, you're curious. Just, yeah, you're just you're just all the same. <laughs> cool. Like Neo's going, oh, who are you? Never heard of you. It's like any fucker would say that. 
That's not, but why that, would you, but then, imagine a BBC broadcast journalist going, uh, your comedy kit is like, you. what Exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's what, to our level, you think do that, and you think they'd be above that. But when you see, we're all the fucking say. The thing is, like, we talked about this on Leo's show on GB News, mm. and um, what was that? It like? is out. It was good, actually. It was I'm good. I'm doing it, it tomorrow. Was, I thought I was going to ask you, actually, if you, can do, if you were doing it this Tune weekend. in from 8 p.m. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's... I don't think he... I think he does feel something. All right, let's take it in good faith. This knee health. You want to get serious about it. Like, the obvious thing to... Well, the one thing that Lewis Schaffer said, and this is a point that I'd made and I was going to make, but he beat me to it on the show. This is his... DJ, who's now in his early 50s and trying to make himself unsackable. He can hear that broom cut corridor that sweeps them all out onto like Radio 2 or I don't know what radio station he's on. And I just think he's if he makes this big stink now and now they can't sack him because how bad would that look? I think he's just digging his heels in and trying to keep his fucking job in a sneaky way. So put that to one side. Take it in good faith. If he... And I often think this about box ticking. If that is what I'm not saying he has, I'm not saying he has only got where he is because of positive discrimination. But if positive discrimination is a thing, any in any guys, and you are a person of color or of marginalized, and you make a success of yourself, I'm the sort of person that would think that is all I'm there for. I think maybe his food, not survivor guilt. That's not the word, but do you know what I mean? If you sort of felt, oh, I've really earned this, but. I hope I have earned it because I'm looking around and I'm the only Asian guy here. Am I here? Because I think he might be feeling the genuine something, but I don't think it's... Uh, BBC, does that make any sense? The BBC is It does overly... make complete sense. Yeah. But one other point on that is like, whether that's the reason or not, what he's clearly betraying is a sense of insecurity about his position. Yeah, and is that insecurity from, I'm the only Asian here. Really, if you went subconscious, I think I'm only here from tokenism. What, like, I, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know that. And, what, what, what did you make? Fine, I don't know either. But he is insecure. Yeah, what yeah. did you make of Luke's argument, though, which I thought was very good? Is, is if he had said that about any other race, course, like, man, I've course, walked in, it's the, overwhelmingly black. It's like but, you'll instantly Darius, be fired. We know that there's this different. This is the whole thing because I've heard. I have seen. I know. I've seen probably. Um, the equivalent of race bait is, you know, these people that come up on your, your algorithm, they're like on college campuses. And I've seen people say black people, I've heard, I've seen black people say, we cannot be racist. And they go, well, you're being racist against white people. We cannot because it's institutionalized. And I don't know, it's a very complicated issue. But we know that you can say it that way around. And that is how they're trying, you know, people would say that's to enact change. But the thing is, Look, the, the truth is, he's from Essex. He's actually, I looked up his background. Like, where has he come from that has never seen a white person? He's actually from Harlow in Essex. So it might not be ethnicity. He might just, because he's from Essex, he might mean they're too white, as in not orange. Well, you know what else was interesting? So then this argument permeated on Instagram with other people. And one of the things, okay, what ratio would you be happy with? Like, you're saying it's overwhelmingly white, even though the BBC uh, has a higher proportion of um, ethnic minorities working for them. Than the, than the general population. So what would be the number that you would be happy? Like, what would you want to look? 50, 50%? What, what would be the number? And he didn't answer. I thought it was very interesting. I've got, I've got, I've got a more nuanced... He's take, trying to keep his job. I think, I th well, I, I, I definitely think that that message, particularly what he sent to Luke, that's projecting insecurity. No doubt about it. But I do wonder, whenever these discussions happen, right? Like, talking about whiteness and blackness, I think that we might be talking about two different things that I've heard a lot of black commentators say 
when they talk about white spaces, they don't mean skin color. They mean a certain yeah. kind of I mean, Western institution that yeah, they yeah. don't like. Yeah, yeah, Colonial. yeah. So yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. Potentially, what he might have been trying to say is that the BBC is like old fashioned and like, you know, it operates on this kind of old, old fashioned way of doing things. Yeah. Imagine being fucking working class in there. Jesus Christ, there ain't one. There ain't ain't one working class person to look around and realise there's only one. There's none. Classism is a much bigger issue. You can't talk about that. But the BBC, the BBC has places like the Asian Network, right, which does provide that. It's not just about the the look of the people, but the culture. Yeah, imagine if a white runner said that on there. That's the exact thing, isn't it? (laughs) There's a white rider on BBC, like Asian Network, going, what the fuck? I'm the only one around here that looks like me. I'm freaking out. I bet it'd be out. quite a fun job being the token white person on BBC Asian Network. I want that gig. I wonder if it's a full-time, a full-time, is it a full-time channel, BBC Asian Network? I think it was, yeah. yeah I think it's popular. There's a massive Asian community. I bet it's like more, I bet that's more watched than some, like, I bet it's more used than, like, Radio 6 or something. I bet it is. I bet it's because it's something that I don't watch. I bet it's well hot. I bet, I bet the ratings are pretty good. You know, it caters to a community that's quite large, and you know they're going to watch that. You know, they're going to watch it all the time. All right, listen, we've just done over an hour. Is there anything else we want to talk about that I've forgotten? Uh, that's on your mind. That's interesting. The fag zone. Mm. Fag. I've made a new gang sign. It's quite complicated. It's for the Illuminati. I can't do it properly. So, um, so let's just do a summary. In <laughs> summary, Ollie is not going to be fat next time we see him in person. If you're you not fat now, Ollie. Fat, you look great. If you, you meet so someone, good. if you meet someone you want to pretend you're a Freemason, shake their hand normally, but start rubbing one of their knuckles um, and not their balls. <laughs> that, that's, that's if the, you meet, that's if you meet in a football club, start if, rubbing one of their bellies. <laughs> <laughs> that's if, a fact. If you want to see Darius. If you want to marry us this Christmas, just head to your local army barracks and Darius with it. Like he's got a corporate, he's got a corporate in a sauna tonight. <laughs> <laughs> in I got Compton Street in chariots. Yeah, so what? It's a nice. It's in chariot. <laughs> it's good for me to go to a sauna because of my bad back, and it it helps when I get to relax and the, the lovely oh, men just. Uh, help one me thing massage I do want to say. There's one thing I do want to say. Uh, apparently, the last show you did, which I wasn't here for. You were speaking. Oh, in fact, no, I listened to bits of it. We talk about Darius's disability, and Darius is like, My disability doesn't define me, right? <laughs> if I were on that show, the one, <laughs> the, the one observation I would give is I've known Darius for about six or seven years now, right? And I've seen him do a lot of really embarrassing things. I don't think that I've ever seen what anything happens in the fag zone even... stays in the fag zone. No, so Darius like a cool party, right? Being cool, right? <laughs> And there were some people at this party, which I do not respect one bit, that were sniffing sherbet powder from a mirrored table. Disgusting. Right? Fuck, you sound like a middle-aged woman. Oh, it's like disgusting, someone's nan. right? We yeah, don't condone the use of the... narcotics in this. In no, but only was actually honest. sniffing sherbet powder. He was eating it. Yeah. Sherbet syringe. What's the the syringe? I've, I've, I've <laughs> exactly. We were we were sn- sniffing it from some Puma keys, right? But all, all I'll say is I will always defend Darius's disability. I know he's got mental problems well beyond his look, right? 
Like it's only very occasionally that his automat- autism actually seeps out. Sometimes that happens. See what happens if you play him Darius. Now he's bullying you. We've built him up too much, <laughs> right? I, 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 def- I deflect your bullying, right? And I've seen Darius have a bad back on occasion, right? I remember he got kicked out of a lawn in Paris because he he went over a fence to stretch his back, and then a, then a then a um. Do you remember this? Oh <laughs> you, yeah, you got shouted at Ran from French a lawn. Basically, yeah, I was, was staying on the back. worst Airbnb bed and my back was killing. So I'd go down on the grass to like, you know, roll it out. And then some guy went, you cannot go on the grass. Stupid frog. Anyway. I fucking hate French people. Darius wanted some sherbet, right? He was sat on a, he was sat on a sofa and there was a table of him. And Coffee the thing table. about Darius's back is it does not bend, right? Yeah, so if you want to sniff, you... You want to bend oh, your back, right? Oh, I see. I couldn't reach. Forward and just literally misses. He, and so then he goes back again. And the only analogy I've got is, you know, in The Simpsons where Homer has that desk <laughs> toy, which is the, the pigeon. Yeah, yeah, thing yeah, 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 yeah. Right? It looked like that again and again and again. And because Darius was quite drunk, he didn't quite realize how bad it was going each time. It was like he was at an amusement arcade on the grab, get another go, giving another go. He then starts lying on the sofa lengthways and tries to go sideways. I'm disabled. I'm genuinely disabled. I had to go to the doctor and say, he goes, how does your disability affect you? I said, I can't sniff cocaine off a coffee table. I mean, sherbet. It's, it's a real disability. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I just don't know. Now you said that, that word. I think this, this now can't be monetized. Oh, for fuck's sake. What word? What word? What, everything else? And you can't, that's the one that's the problem. Probably. Well, that will, that, that, that hey. will lose our lucrative 10p from ad revenue. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, genuinely one of the most tragic things I've ever ever seen anyone do, and I will now defend Darius's disability. Like you wouldn't fake that. You know they talk about like what was the thing in the office where you just if you want to go, if you want to find out who's really disabled, just set up a fake fire alarm in the um in the disability you know ever right? No, this there's yeah. no way if Darius wanted to he and watch won. him go down. <laughs> Listen, yeah. my back's my back is. I'm, the, the, I'm, I'm a disabled, but I don't let that define me. I'm imagining, me you, I'm, know those, I'm cool. you know those things in America they drill for oil with? Like one of them. You know those things? Yeah. I just, I couldn't yeah. reach. I'm just, it's too straight. Look, on that uh, humiliating and embarrassing story <laughs> about my back, um, yeah, leave a comment if you've enjoyed this podcast or some advice to a disability charity. Share it. Share it, like and subscribe, sign up to our Patreon, which I forgot to upload last week's episode, so I'm going to upload it this week, so we won't do a Patreon this week, we'll do it next week. And don't yes. forget, high-quality CBD products are available. Yeah. From- oh, they've been really helping with my panic attacks. The CBD with ashwagandha seriously have helped. I've so, started taking them before I go on. Highpoint.care. And that, that is a, that's a genuine endorsement. And that is an actual endorsement, so if you want me to keep doing that, I need some more. Otherwise, I ain't saying it no more. And that's how genuine I am. I've got loads of CBD stuff. Well, ain't no good there, are they, bruv? Ain't no good there. I've got loads of it. So use the code 3SP-care, especially if you suffer from anxiety. Then um, the, the, the horrors. The horrors, which I, I don't... I don't think you can say suffer from. The PC ways if you're living with. If you've got lived I'm surviving. If you're survi- I survived a hangover. I'm a hangover survivor. If you're, living saying, yeah, with, if you're living with anxiety like Jussie P... Then the ashwagandha CD pills from highpoint.care will help you. Right, on that note, um, 
tune in tomorrow night. GB News from 8. Where I'll be on Leo's Leo's show. Um, I don't know what we're going to be talking Oh, can about. I just say, you know, I've got another podcast I do with Ash Frith called Pranks and Firth. Audio only. Po- I promised my listeners that I would scratch my nose. And I did it for my list. So you should do something for the three speech people at home. The community. They appreciate it, mate. They deserve Listen, it. Shout out to Hussaina and Dr. Von Fuckwolf. Uh, they're the only our listeners, and uh, so you, you, maybe three SB needs a secret handshake. That's what I'm saying. This what we got. We got to fraternize this shit. That's what we're saying. We could start one. All we right, could be well, the well, sewer uh, rats. All right, what should we do for the three SB handshake? We need the, to call. We need to call the, the free speech community. Should be called the sewer rats. You're with sewer the, rats, and we should. The, have, thing, yeah. the things that seems to define. I was going to call them the degenerates. The degens. That's like you're trying too hard. Like, we're like edgy. Whoa, edgelords. Yeah. It's degenerate. All a right, little then. bit, isn't it? It's, All right. It's a little they, bit like... A lot everyone... of... What about people who frequent the frag zone? What are they called? Ollie. <laughs> well, they can't all be called Ollie. Listeners to the free SP should be... <laughs> Listeners to the free SP. Actually, what... do you know what? My, my, my podcast that I used to do, Japan by River Cruise, there was one week where we got three different emails from a guy called Brian. Right, so three different people. Three of our listeners were called Brian, and for some reason, we just, we just found it so funny that we've got such like a narrow demographic. The Bryans. <laughs> yeah, so all of our listeners were called the Bryans, and so I even now because we don't I do the podcast anymore because reasons, but I still get people come up to me at gigs sometimes and go, "Oh, I'm a Brian." It's really mm. nice. It's like really cool. It's actually cool because yeah. it didn't we didn't force it on them, right? We weren't like, "Hey, this it's is got an organic story." Well, we need an organic oh, yeah, word to call people who go well, fag zoners. I, well, I think fags. <laughs> fags. <laughs> Listeners, would you rather be called fags, sewer rats, or fag zoners? <laughs> <laughs> Let us know in the comments. Uh, all right. Take it easy. Bye. Peace. We'll